Shuffle. Shuffle. We're back, baby! Yes! <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Hello and welcome to a long-awaited episode of Kill Shuffle. I can't believe it's still called Kill Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's lasted the, this long. Yeah. I'm Donald. I'm Dylan. And we have a lot of albums to discuss this week because we've taken, what, a three-week hiatus? Yeah. It could be a month. At this point, it's probably closing yeah. in on a month. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Dylan, you you've been away. Yeah, I've been away on the far on the far over land. Exactly in the in the <laughs> accurate name. I believe it used to be called the Orient. Yes, <laughs> not anymore though. This is a PC friendly show. Yeah. Um, good time in Japan. Oh, great time! Wonderful time. Good time. Already, from- already planning my return yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I I I understand that you witnessed the. Uh, Foo Fighters Rickroll in person witnessed baby metal opening for Foo Fighters yep. or closing them down <laughs> yeah 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 and just a few bands we're going to talk about today absolutely yes. great so um, the other bands we're going to talk about today uh, include Queens of the Stone Age with their new album Villains uh, Bandmaids Just Bring It brand new brand new album Science Fiction uh, Everything Everything's a Fever Dream Roswell Kid with uh, Precious Art Azami, another Japanese yes. group with their mini album Dawn, and finally we're going to take a look back at Garbage's self-titled debut album. Garbage, garbage. <laughs> what year is that from? That is old. old. <laughs> it, is, it is just past it. It yeah. passed its twentieth anniversary, so it's probably like almost its twenty-fifth anniversary. Okay, all right, snap. Well, I'm looking forward to talking about that. But uh, we've we've so very much to do. I mean, the most albums we've ever covered in one week before was six. Yeah. And that was a push, but we've had time. Like, we had to take off good albums. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, no, there's stuff that we need to cover next week yeah. um, to make up for the, the gap. But uh, we will bring it to you. And let's let's just start with, with our huge, gigantic pile of material. Let's, oh, let's yes. get going. Okay, so the first album is, I, I would say, the long-awaited uh, follow-up to... It's been a while. Like Clockwork, it's yeah. It's been a while. It's been a good, like, three, four years. For most fans they've probably been waiting longer because yeah reception was not so cool for that clockwork for a few fans yeah so queens of stone age is a funny one actually because i like personally for me my favorite queens of stone age era is the modern era i guess era vulgaris yeah era vulgaris and uh like clockwork those mm-hmm. are my two favorites although i do have a soft spot for lullabies to paralyze as well yeah them with their filthiest so to speak yeah exactly yeah. right 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 but you know but i i think they really kind of honed their songwriting craft like i think they'd always been like very sort of desert fuzzy riff based kind of yeah um jam band i guess and then they were moving more towards like a songwriter style like, band like, I, I almost think like josh homie honed his had been honing his craft from like caius onwards yeah and queens of the stone age was when he finally like perfected it and now <laughs> yeah. it's 15 years later if not yeah. longer so he's He's kind of beyond that. He's lapping himself with creativity. Yeah, right. So it, like, it, it's. It, I suppose not to say that it, they weren't. He wasn't a good songwriter before, but he's channeled his songwriting in different ways in yeah. those last couple of albums. Yeah, I would say. you got it when you're in it for thirty five years plus. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I think would it be fair to say that this album is a bit more back to basics? Um. Yes. Yeah. It, it, they're not being a basic bitch, so to speak, for <laughs> their old stuff, but they're 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 taking a yeah. few risks. Yeah, for sure. Well, Not quite Megadeth's risk, but like, it's risky. <laughs> well, risk number one was getting Mark Ronson on as a producer who, yes. who produced this album. Yes. But I totally get where Josh Homme was coming from with that mm. choice. 
because he's written some of the greatest songs. Yeah, like, no, pop he's recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a talented man, Mark Ronson. Yes. Do you think he was a good fit for Queens of the Stone Age? Mm, sort of. Mm. Half and half. Mixed bag. A mix. A mixed bag. Yes. Yeah. Um, though I, I do I do get why this album is so weird for some people. Mm-hmm. But you you may have to look. You may have to travel back in time a few few decades to really get this album. Yeah, maybe. Like if you grew up during like Bowie's um, Bowie's dance era, his soul funk era. Yeah, this will be very relevant to that. I think. Yeah, there's a lot of that there for sure. Young Americans, mm. that kind of production style. Uh, if if you're just a young Queens of Stone Age fan, it might scare you off instantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though there is still a lot of Queens of Stone Age trademark, atmospheric, weird bellowing, chunky riffs and stuff. But the first thing that catches you off is the drums. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah, I was going to have to bring up the drums also. Yeah. What's your What's your take on the drums? Um, they're uh, they're good. They're really good. They're they're um deceivingly good for the production. Like you don't really realize how how on the ball the drummer still is mm-hmm. because of the production is so kind of contained. Yeah, it's, it's almost like this is a this is a band in a small room playing. <laughs> like it's not rather than the arenas you'd expect Queens of the Stone Age to play. Yeah, that second part, I agree it's a club. with you. Yeah. It feels like a club album. I do think it sounds super um, processed or something, though. A little bit, yeah. You know? Um, the, for matchbox kind of... Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Something with the drums, I think, is kind of a good... is kind of exemplary of the whole production job in that parts of them sound amazing, but, like, the symbols, all, all of the symbols and, and hi-hats and rides and stuff like that are super crushed. Basically, the, the snare. The snare got... The snare is really loud. Yeah. And everything else is is, is pretty, is quite quiet. Yeah. So it, it does, at certain points, it works really, really well. I think, like, when Ronson is at his best on this album, in terms of the production, it's during the the kind of verses or the quiet moments mm-hmm. or the weird flourishes and stuff. I think yeah. he really adds to it there. But I think when it's the meat and potatoes riffing, like the, the pure rock stuff... Mm-hmm you get a sense like he's in uncharted territory and he doesn't quite know where to yeah where to place the emphasis in the mix yeah but but queens still know where they are yeah that helps it does <laughs> a bit. it does it does um, it just makes makes for a different kind of adventure yeah and i think um, that first track feet don't fail me is a is the point where it works best where the collaboration where the really, really yeah, works. yeah um but everything about it like even the songwriting style you know it, i don't think it's too basic i think it, it no. it's a it's a really good mix of like that kind of fuzzed out yeah you know, some, desert blues almost yeah this is this and, reminds me a lot of rated r actually mm-hmm. with, yeah um except with more synth more, yeah there's a lot of synth more, more interesting th- synth yeah um, this is probably the the most i've liked synth in their album is this is this album which yeah. is great yeah um it, it doesn't totally rely on dance hooks at all that's that's what the singles kind of made you take away from it initially and definitely yeah I think now listening to the other eight uh, other eight tenths mm, of the album yeah it's like yes this is a very atmospheric album yeah it is it is for sure not like, a party album completely like um, yeah songs like Fortress are quite yeah atmospheric yeah um, but I do think there's a big emphasis on that dance party vibe yeah that kind of wild west saloon yeah uh, I don't know what you say like pacing i guess yeah you know it's uh, there, there it's pretty bit, distinctive yeah and then on the other side is like rocky rockabilly mindset yes which homie loves yeah um 
I think he does well. I think it does well. It's a bit... There's a... I don't know if it's, it seems too different from everything else. Like it belongs on a different kind of... Like a different project, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Than Queen's? Yeah, maybe. I, the actual majority of the album is so different from the singles. Mm. And that's what really, really confuses me. Head like a haunted house. I don't know. See, my problem with nearly everything, the, my consistent problem across the album is that I feel like, uh, whether it's Hami or, or the other guys or whatever, but there's there's so many moments where they sort of dangle these really interesting musical ideas in front like of your the, face. The evil has landed. Yeah, right. The parts of it, like that's yeah. it's always for me. It's always part. Like I think this the start of head like a haunted house. That kind of yes. like just the way that's um, articulated on the guitar, and even there's other parts like the, the start of undomesticated animals. The the third track hmm. um, that that reminds me. Or, a lot or of- sorry, just just sorry, just called domesticated animals. Yeah. But it's yeah. this it's this rising crescendo, almost mm-hmm. like a day in the life or something. Yeah. But, um, it reminds me a lot of what they just did with with Iggy Pop. With with that, I record. didn't listen to that album. That reminds me a lot of the yeah. animals. Like, yeah, completely. Yeah. It's them yeah. channeling that. This is what it is, plain as day. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> no, I'm cool with those parts. But what I was gonna say was just, I think it almost sounds like they they push in one direction and then they kind of swing back again to quite stock and trade sounding um, blues almost like bluesy kind of guitar riff. So it kind of goes in one direction where it sounds like it's going to be really super interesting and original and then it, it falls back on what I would call, I don't want to say like lazy songwriting. No, I'd but say nothing's lazy. I think they change it up so much that yeah. you can't qualify anything as just being lazy. That, that's, um, that's, that's the reason why it's a little bit more complicated than yeah. just saying that it feels like they're not, they're phoning it in. But I do feel like on, in certain parts of the album, they're... For, uh, for everything from the guitar to Hami's vocal you yeah. know the way he kind of has that sort of swagger to his voice yeah. and when he's not you can tell sometimes it doesn't sound like he's sat down and really worked out what is the m- the most effective melody to use in this situation no. he just kind of swaggers out the lyrics in a sort of monotone yeah uh, and it's the same with the guitar you know you could he, they've obviously got the well, the makings of some really incredible complicated and uh, really interesting riffs and stuff like that but then they'll just go back to something that's just maybe you know that 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 yeah. like well, just well, Ham, ascending Ham, scale. Ham has never been a. Uh, he's always a guitarist, firstly. Yeah, and a that's vocalist. True. Yeah. He, 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 oh, he, he, we know he's done some amazing. Oh things yeah, vocally. yeah. But he initially in Queens of the Stone Age didn't want to be the vocalist. Yeah, yeah. And that may still be kind of the case. Very deep down, he's always wanted another one. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. And and Nick is it Nick Oliveri has, has contributed vocals and yeah, stuff before. Nick, and... Nick Oliveri and um a few Mark Lanigan. Yes, yeah, yeah, a few times. So. Uh, but then at the same time yeah some of his be- career best moments on this vocally also I mean I think uh, Villains what's what's the last track called Villains of Consequence or yeah vi- uh, Villains of Circumstance Villains of Circumstance right yeah. that that song I think has such an incredible vocal melody in the chorus and yeah you know it, it all kind of comes together at the end I think really really well yeah, yeah. But again, for an album that's actually quite long, it does feel like it's over before it begins. Yeah, no, um, it's just a taste of a new thing. Yeah, like like um, it's it's very loungy for Queens of the Stone Age as well. Like yeah. Hideaway, yeah, There's one song that's um, one of my favorites. I think is very Hideaway is really really good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's very kind of early Iggy Pop, Bowie. It's it's so that. Yeah, <laughs> and it does it so well. Better than I've heard other people ape that style. That's another one of the slower ones. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's where this album really does best. Even even Feet Don't Fail Me Now, yeah, it's it's kind of half 
half up tempo, half down tempo. Yeah, but it reminds me of um, Primus a little bit. Yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the one point where I think it really, really, really works. I don't, I yeah. don't think, and a great intro as well. Just yeah, so good, so good. Vocals, so good. So I think it's a mixed bag for me, to be honest. Um, it also, like I said, it does feel a little bit like an EP or something. Yeah, I don't know why that is, but. You know, it's, it's but it's only nine tracks. It is. So even though but the, the the tracks are elongated, but yeah. there's, there's not that many of them. Well, usually, usually, um, usually Queens of the Stone Age albums, the old ones at least, had like fifteen or so tracks that were huge, fast, mm. heavy. Yeah. Uh, this gives you a lot of breaks to just like see where you are during it. Yeah. So like, um, I know it's very different. Uh, it is different. It's not uncomfortable. Ah. Well, where, where where does it sit for you in terms of their back catalogue at this point now that you've kind of had a couple of weeks to sit with it um, I come back to it quite often yeah I quite like it I think it rests very nicely between between um, Vulgaris's sound mm-hmm. and what they just did yeah which is um, uh, the clockwork like clockwork do you feel, I think it sounds like it's a totally I think it's a new era for the band I, I, I wouldn't put it in with Era Vulgaris and like Clockwork I would I would say it's almost like a throwback to the uh, Songs for the Deaf kind of era yeah in a way a little bit with, with, with obviously with that Ronson production that yeah. I don't think anybody else it could. sounds less apocalyptic though I yeah say. yeah they seem more at ease with whatever they're writing about mm-hmm um still sad album it's a sad happy album not as yeah. sad as like Clockwork but like like Clockwork that's kind of what I loved as well I was there was so much melancholy in that album I yeah. mean yeah it just the vampire of time and memory and those yeah, they're those having songs. a bit more of a better time with this album which yeah, I think is why I like it more it's a fu- it's a party it's a, it's a Queens of Stone Age party album yeah but it almost feels as though they've even though the mm. album beforehand was more rocking and more had more faster songs yeah that's so weird yeah hmm it's a tough one to place because it feels like they want a party, but they've almost forgotten how they used. Yeah. You know but, what I mean? Yeah, so it's a party at midnight. It's they're, they're, they're trying to recon. It's like it's like reverse engineering their old sound, <laughs> and they haven't quite. You know, they've they've made something new and, and and it has merit, but for me, it's like a lot of it doesn't feel like it's going to ever be classic Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, um, a few will. Yeah, a few, a few fit, will. A few fit in really well. A few will. Like I'm, I can't wait to see this live. Yeah, in um, a huge sound. Yeah. Because it's going to be like that. And will you be at the show? Yeah. The Dublin yep. show? The so Dublin show. Great. Fuck yes. I can't wait. Feet don't fail me. I hope they start with that because that's a rage. Did you get a standing too? Great tune. I can't remember. I think, oh, yes, I think good, so. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful stuff. So, uh, favorite song? Favorite song was the one I just mentioned. I can't remember it. Um, oh, The Evil Has Landed? No. The second- oh, well, that's close. That's very close for a single. Oh, open up the old track. Sorry. Oh, oh, yeah. It was Hideaway. Hideaway, yeah. Yeah, Hideaway. Okay, cool. Such a sexy, slow. Uh, 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 song and it's, that's yeah. what they do best in this mm-hmm. so sorry if you're looking for fast Queens of Stone Age but they get their other half you get it it's just not the Queens of Stone Age you know yeah. and the slower is yeah it's closer to what they've been doing recently yeah uh, I I'm, I, I do love Feet Down Family okay well I'm gonna give it a a high 7 Ooh. a high 7 a very high 7 okay yes it's gotta be a, it's just a 7 we don't we don't deal in we don't deal in decimal points on this show it's a 7 
It's a seven. Seven. Okay, cool. <laughs> and it's it's a six from me. Okay. What but the fuck, man? No, again. <laughs> harsh marker, man. I like it. I do like it. I'll probably go back to it, but yeah. but again, I don't I don't want to be inconsistent. You know, I, okay. I don't I don't think it quite hits that seven just, level. Just for don't want to give it a seven because I give it a seven. Yeah, exactly. I, I just want to be a little bit different. Thank you very much. Um, but that's not to say that you shouldn't you shouldn't check this out because I think there's a, a big chunk of people that are going to yeah. really dig this. I, I'd say I almost like it more than um any other. I don't know. Mm. I, 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 yeah, I, I go like, back, go back. I'd say and just and and have a little listen back through and see where it places. Because yeah. for me, I know I listened to Like Clockwork a hell of a lot that year, and it's it has not gone anywhere near usurping that album for me. I really, I think that's an amazing album. Yeah, so. like I'll listen to it more and more. Yeah, so. yeah. fantastic. All right, let's move on. Dylan, I'm going to need you to intro this band. Um, all I know about <laughs> them is they're from Japan. <laughs> so, so this is a this is a band I. Stumbled upon after my friends constant raving about them mm-hmm. at Summer Sonic Festival, uh, 2K17, as it were. As it is, yeah. yeah. And it passed, long passed, very, yep. very hot weather. Yep. Um, everybody got sunburned, it was a great time. But <laughs> indoors, early in the morning. Only in Japan. At what, about like half one, we saw this band. Wow. I hadn't heard them before. Um, I, after, after it transpired, I, uh, I ran straight to the, <laughs> straight to the merch desk and bought a t-shirt and a, uh, and a CD. It's band made, everybody. Yeah. They are from Tokyo. They're pretty young. All female fronted, uh, rock band with wisps of, I don't know, Def Leppard and Guns N' Roses mm-hmm. with the J-Rock you all know and love. Yeah. But. I mean, what's the immediate comparison given that it's. They're Japanese. They're all female. Yes. There's a gimmick in terms of they. There technically is. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, they wear they wear maid outfits. Yes. But uh, they kick ass. So they sub- right, they, right. they subvert the maid gimmick. Yeah. In doing yeah. that, which is pretty cool. But the immediate question is going to be, like, is it fair to draw comparisons to baby metal? Uh. Unfair. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. I would so say so. Th- that's unfair. Yes. Yeah, and I would tend to agree with because these guys, yeah. for example, uh, they write and play all the music, whereas yeah. baby metal they. Sort of, they sing and dance. Yeah, they are uncompromisably talented with what they with what the, what they're given. Yeah, especially live, it shows. Mm-hmm. And definitely, this is their first release. Yeah, so the album's uh, called put full title at least. Just bring it is the name of the album. Yes. If you want to check it out. Yeah. Um. So the sound of this from to my ears, funny that you mentioned mm-hmm. Def Leppard and Guns and Roses. Those weren't two bands that I heard in there, but I wasn't specifically mm-hmm. looking. I mean, what my three touch points, I guess, were. I hear the sort of Paramore style uh, oh, alternative pop punky kind of rock from you know that kind of like 2005 2006 yeah. sound I hear a lot of that I also hear your your standard kind of J-rock yeah I guess there's no other it's hard it's hard, it's hard to you know pull a western touch point for those like yeah. you know, we know like the sound of J-rock yes and then the other one is I hear a lot of like Nickelback or if you're being generous like Blackstone Cherry no, but I no, do hear no, a lot no. of that I, I I hear I hear Slash's guitar rather than Guns N' Roses. Maybe more Velvet Revolver. Yeah, their their cojones. Okay, required. Like, you get that? I'm the not riffage. saying that there's necess- a lot of riffage. There like is, that. there is, but I I I specifically get like the Southern Fried Rock yeah. kind of vibe from it. Yeah, more so than your your just sort of Guns N' Roses blues inspired hard rock. But yeah. there's a bit of that there too for there sure. Um, so I suppose uh, it's funnily enough. Whereas I would have said that the Queens of the Stone Age album is almost over too fast I think this one has it's packed with really great material but I do think it's maybe like two or three tracks two or three tracks too yeah. long would you say that's maybe true yeah and I wouldn't say those two or three tracks are bad 
No. The great thing about this album is that it has some of the most sing-alongy choruses I've ever heard. Yeah. You ex- you will be humming them. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was singing yeah, along yeah, to yeah. them live without knowing. Yeah, them. you'll be singing along to them by the t- by the time the third chorus rolls around the first time you listen. You know, yeah. And that's why you know I'm all, I'm a big fan of like kind of keep it short and sweet in terms of because then your biggest songs had the biggest impact. Yes. And I think that first track you don't tell me is oh, just yeah. oh, man, that's a great song. You know, there's just no two ways about it. Yeah. I even had it on. I was you know driving um my girlfriend home earlier, and I was like, look, listen, you know, I I. I need to do some listening for the podcast and like my apologies I've, I've put on Queens of Stone Age I've put yeah. on the other records I've got to put on some yeah. Japanese like, now like <laughs> if, a, if a song yeah. called, if a song called YOLO can be almost on yeah. my top of the year this, what the hell is going on with what, this exactly, year exactly it's so good but you know and, and, I, and I was like listen apologies but I'm putting on some Japanese and then she was just like this is actually really good yeah. like just very sexy poppy yeah. vocals with just kick ass rock played by the people singing those poppy sexy vocals and her vocals the the singer has a really powerful voice it's like she's kind of got, she's yeah. kind of a powerhouse it's not it's not the kind of squeaky um a cutesy no. vocals that you might not, sometimes not associate even, not even the backing vocalist the guitarist yeah 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 she i prefer vocals almost. Yeah. like yeah. they they're both par and par live mm and uh, you can kind of piece it out. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of similar, but they complement each other pretty well. They do, they do. Different, and, and, and different she, styles, almost. Yeah, and, and she, she, you know, she gives it a lot of gusto, and it's nice to hear that it's a different sound from maybe a lot of, it's certainly not in the Hatsune Miku bracket yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> um, of you know, Japanese yeah. vocals. She's, so the one who doesn't cool. sing, she's the one who doesn't play an instrument in the band. She's just, do. just a singer. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, you know, riff-wise, again, it's it, I, I think a lot of it's great, but... It does pinwheel between styles a lot, you know. It does, but I like that. Yeah, I like that so much. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, I, I, th- th- there was one moment where I kind of took a step back, and it, it was kind of egregious, I guess. There's a song called "Things Called Bring Me Higher" or "Take Me Higher," maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Th- that may have been a bit much for me. Well, no, it's just it, it, it's fully the riff from "Animals" by Nickelback. That oh, was yeah. my one moment. I mean, when I first heard it, I, I would thought not know. I that. thought I had accidentally got on shuffle. That's a guilty pleasure of mine. But uh, it's the, the 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 rhythm and most of the riff is is identical, which I found absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Um. But but to to expect to hear Chad Kroger and then to hear uh you know young Japanese lady yeah. singing, the world's apart strange. and you still make a connection. <laughs> Not in, not in terms of the riffing. There, there's like a solid. I think the quarter of the album that I'm less keen on that would knock my score is the quarter of the album that does draw very heavily on those influences. I think the stuff it's, like time, you know, time. Yes. It's just like a classic J rock ballad. I love it. Sounds it. really nice. So good. And it's it's just interesting. It's very yeah, and interesting it's interesting. Sound. Yeah, um, those songs and then the songs towards the end are just super interesting and they 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 have that kind of. I, yeah, alt rock sound. But I, I like it all. Mm. I, I gotta say, you like it all. Between puzzle, cross mm-hmm. parts, cross uh, is really, really good. Yeah, secret my lips <laughs> because oh right, the yeah, last yeah, song, yeah. the last song, like it does kicks you in the nuts until the very last second. It's good. It's really, really good. I think this. I think it. I think for me, this one starts strong and ends strong. That's kind of how I've. Yeah. I think there's a couple tracks right in the middle that I kind of go. Take me higher being the weak take point. me higher being the the only weak point. The weak for me. link, yeah, yeah. That being that being the weak link for me. There's a yeah, but but largely actually, you know, it's a really solid effort, especially for a debut album. Yeah, they they've had bits, they've done EPs, small EPs, but like this is their first full thing. Yeah, and it's got that Japanese sensibility where it. I, I kind of love this. They, mm-hmm. They're obviously angling for the popular. 
uh, market. You know what I mean? Like they're kind of, they've got yeah. a commercial sound, but what's what 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 what's allowed in a commercial setting in Japan is not necessarily allowed in a commercial setting in Anywhere the West. Else. Yeah, yeah. So, like for example, their Tower Records are full of punk rock, metal, and hardcore. Yeah. Like Maximum Hormones' new CD was on like the top selling list. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and and you you hear this in anime intros and stuff like that. Like there's just a there's a higher tolerance for uh, heavy guitars and things. Yeah, which I love because it's like the vocals are as the vocals would sit quite easily into more pop orientated yeah. instrumentation. Yeah, but what you get is you get a much more meaty kind of interesting uh, musical. I suppose foundation towards the album. Yeah. There's like yeah. bits of Marmosets in here. Yes, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there is. It's a it's a far far strong connection, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can hear that. Uh, yeah, you can. You, I can just hear little bits of loads of of yeah. heavy, the heavier end of the spectrum yeah. without it. You know, without it moving at all from the pop world. Because no. I think it is, this is like a pop rock album. Yeah, like this this kind of stuff you hear all the time. Like I was wa- I was just crossing Shibuya Crossing. Yeah, and I, I saw on the uh, on the uh, video screen billboards was uh, an album this heavy. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, oh God, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The usual. It's that's that's exactly it. It's like business as usual. Yeah, and as far as the usual goes, I think this is definitely like up there. You know, it's, it's yeah. this is really good. I'll come back to it a lot. I already have. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's a singles album for me, but I think the singles are really, really strong. Yes, I'm really excited to. Uh, I know they have a new EP that's yeah, just yeah. come out. Yeah. So this this album came out in January, but yeah. they've they've more material. Yeah. And also, more material the production on, the on this album sadly not the best in terms of the guitar. The guitar seems a bit like um, like trapped in a wind turbine. Yeah, a trapped bit. in a wind turbine. Um, it just needs a bit more mid mid cut. Yeah, maybe a bit more bass to that. Um, there's just so much going on, and they they thankfully fixed that in the EP. We'll talk okay. about it later on. But yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair, and and obviously, as we say, it is a debut album, so you yes. have to kind of forgive a couple of things like that. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's nice to see it's it's nice to see a band like this getting. I mean, they're gaining traction and popularity mm. in, over there, right? Yeah. So you know, they're they're all original, like they write their own stuff. Um, they're clearly super super talented and have all the right influences. So yeah. you know, go forward, bandmate. Yeah. We believe in you. Subvert just everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite <laughs> track. Great. Favorite track is um ooh, the third track. I can't remember what that is. It's it's in kanji. Oh, it's in it's in Japanese. Uh, but yeah, track three. Yeah, I'll, cool. I'll, I'll think of what it is later. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of awkward. I think it's got a really great balance of the weird and the wonderful yeah. things that they do. Yeah, don't you tell me. And secret my lips is probably the other two I go to. Yeah, of course. Awesome. Nice. Want to give it a score? Nine. Fucking nine. Oh snap. Okay, yeah. cool. Great. So Dylan's a big fan. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven, but it's okay. a strong seven That's and I, I really enjoyed it. So Awesome. Awesome. Okay, cool. So let's move on uh, swiftly. Yeah, I'm throwing the stuff out of nowhere for you. So like, get Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's it, exactly. I need a little while to sort of uh, ingest the album. So um, yes. the next one is Brand New. It's Brand New. It's Brand New, Brand New, Brand New. For pun's sake, guys. Mm-hmm. Science Fiction is the album title. This is interesting for me because I'm not, I don't know this band. Okay, so you you came in totally fresh. I, w- I don't want to say I came in. I didn't. I, I'm not like a long time fan, but they are a band that I, I did a little quest. I would say two years ago to find yes. every when I found it that I I loved the sound mm-hmm. of sort of late '90s, early 2000s, like yeah, uh, alternative rock. I was like, I just want all of this. Yeah, and brand new were a name that kept coming yeah. up. Like I I listened to the last album they released before this. After I finished Daisy. this, I was like, oh my God. I've actually <laughs> what, never what heard... What a left turn change. Yeah. 
What can you? I've never heard Dizzy. So what? well, I could I'd probably straight off the bat compare it to Every Time I Die. Oh, it's super heavy. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, at least initially. Okay. There's, there's bits of what you hear on this. Yeah. But this is this is different. Because yeah, because because the the brand new that I'd be more familiar with is from is Deja Antandu and and especially The Devil and God are raising so early 2000s yeah exactly okay. and it's just this really well thought out um, melodic alternative rock emo kind of mm-hmm. vibe um, you know they, I think they'd almost been thought of as like the emo Radiohead, which I think is a solid comparison or like the alter- alternative rock Radiohead. yeah um that's a comparison, and it's and and I think to a certain extent it holds up in terms of they've always had an affinity for the um, bombastic, a little bit like they they like their songs are like usually quite long, and they they're based on themes rather than hooks. Yeah, you know they'll kind of have a central theme that will come back. Not every not every bit needs to be as heavy as their yeah and, right, and they're not sound. they're not beholden to having like just one really distorted guitar sound and then everything else is built around that. Like they will they'll you know a lot of their stuff is quite quiet and then yeah. it gets heavy. Yeah, you got to be a patient one listening to this yeah. album. Yeah, and I think I think science fiction is a good way to end the brand new story because it's it's the <laughs> last album that yeah. they've they've said before they're finished up they're doing yeah, one yeah. more tour and they're done. Yeah. After a fucking eight year break, yeah, I guess. Sorry, yeah, long long break. I mean, they they've never been super active, but I, I can understand when you when you're part That's of a challenging fun. band, it's hard. Yeah, you want to just live life as well yeah. without a band's burden. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah, I think that's. I think you know these. This is the kind of band where every album is like fraught with like the the process of making it and releasing it and touring it is fraught with mm-hmm. uh, anxiety and stress and. It's never easy. It's not like they go out on the road and it's everything just comes naturally. They just have like a million, loads of fun every night playing these songs. I mean, the songs they seem like they're hard to write. They're hard, to, you know. They're pretty yeah. hard to play and, and hard to perform. Yeah. So, um, so I think you know I can understand that they want to go out. Yeah. With one more kind of swan song. And they wrote with that in mind. Definitely. They did. They did. So uh, yeah. science fiction. So you were coming in, coming in fresh to brand new. Yeah. What was your What was your first impressions? First impressions was this is. Very interesting. Very interesting soundscape. Mm-hmm. Um, really catchy without being huge. Um, it's very, very subdued. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. It reminds me of like a kind of a... It's kind of what, like what you want Stone Sour... What I'd want Stone Sour to be when, they, when they're hitting their 50s. Yeah. Or like later on. Like it's it's... It feels like right, yeah, like yeah, no. I this can, sounds like something Corey Taylor would approve. I was of confused, but like, actually, I think of like Zizek's Road yeah. or or, or, well, it, to, or through yeah. the glass or it's something. Like a southern, it's like a southern comfort acoustic kind of thing. Corey Taylor would do mixed with bits yeah. of hard stuff. It's funny actually because this has as much. This owes as much to Fleetwood Mac and Neil Young. Neil Young, definitely Neil Young. Yeah, and like Todd Rundgren and those kind of like expansive. Um, no expense spared 1970s songwriters mm-hmm. as it does to you know pick your kind of you know uh your sunny day real estate yeah, or oh, your yeah. um or even you know i'm uh, just trying to think of some of the other influences for yeah. the more heavy stuff on this yeah um there's some desert rock in there as there well is, there you is. know um this like classic rock also there's little bits of everything yeah some fear some some theatrical indie rock as well oh yeah i can hear that inter, inter, interplayed within it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially with the quiet stuff yeah um like 
even like bits of Weezer. Yeah, I want to say yeah, like, the, like that musicality. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely hear that, especially on like um, I can't let you know, can't let it out or can't uh, get it out. Yes, you know, the second track. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, that it's it, it's so hard to talk about this album because it, it, this album is so many things. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's tied together by um. I don't know if I want to say a, a theme, but maybe more so a feeling. A, a feeling, yeah. It's definitely tied together by a feeling, and it's tied together by a sound, yeah. a soundscape. It, it's like very sad songs, but they're so catchy. Yeah, it makes it. He makes them very uplifting. Yeah, which yeah. is which is hard to hard to do. Yeah, unless exactly. it's, unless the songs are perfect, which this which is, a lot of them are. A lot of them are pretty perfect. A lot of them are pretty perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I love I love the way this album is tied because it's quite long. I mean, it's like it's over an hour, yeah. but you, you don't feel it because it's it feels like one cohesive journey. Yeah, um, it's sort and of some interest- of the songs are really short as well, so they fly by like some little intermission bits. But then, yeah, but so there might so there might be a short, the running time of a track might be quite long because there'll be like a short song, yeah, and then some creepy you know tape samples. Audio. Yeah, there that's. It's very eerie I with the it. tape samples. I love it. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Dream Theater do that sometimes. Yeah. And obviously, you know, there's a lot of other, you know, but other, uh, Nor- it actually kind of reminds me a little bit of Norma Jean. Do you remember their album, oh, yeah. Polar Similar from yeah, last year? Yeah, had yeah. like, that was great. you know, it, it did that kind of a similar thing where it would have like little creepy snippets of tape. Yeah. Um, which I, I really like because it, you know, it kind of, it kind of brings you from track to track, you know, it never feels like a chore. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and and as I say, they, they they throw so much and so much sticks, I guess, on mm-hmm. this album. Like it goes from the really, really, really quiet kind mm-hmm. of almost ballad style stuff, like uh, yeah. "Never Be Having Without You." Yes, um, and the first one, uh, "Lit Me Up." Yeah, and obviously "Batter Up," the final song, which is just like so sad yeah. and oh, uh, absolutely, their swan song. Yeah, yeah, right. And it, it actually feels like someone who's like literally about to fall off the edge of the world. I wonder how hard <laughs> those songs are to write. Tricky. Yeah. I'd imagine yeah. I'd imagine tricky um, and then you get that just like bludgeoning mid-tempo uh, it doesn't have to be layers of distorted guitar to be heavy but like just that sort of battering ram heavy like um, Logic Teeth or a, a better example is, um, oh, is, is out, it, out of mana 451 maybe oh yeah 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 out of man is a good example as well yeah. but but is it 451 or it might be 137 the one that's talking about let's all let's all the one um, in the middle of the, go um, play nagasaki i think that's yeah, 137 yeah. yeah that i like the i like the lyrical interplay as well yeah 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 it's so great and and just and just the guitar solos as well and that like where it kind of switches between acoustic guitar and electric guitar yeah you can tell that those have been like blood, sweat, and tears have gone into coming up with those. Oh, yeah. uh, those parts. I'm sure there was a point where we wanted to make this album all electric, but yeah, they they, they uh, subdued themselves a bit, which is nice. Yeah, and it almost reminds you a little bit of like Beck or or <laughs> yeah. or the War on Drugs or one of those. Yeah, just yeah, I don't know. Like it's 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 influenced by so many different yeah. decades. Um, almost a bit of Bruce Springsteen at points, which is so odd. Like yeah, I can hear that too. Yeah, it's like this year's mellow boost. Well, I was listening to it. I was just thinking to myself, it's like this year's random access memories. Oh, kind even of, though kind it of. doesn't share much of a musical heritage no, with no. Daft Punk, it's just it's it's. It feels like a game changer. Yeah, for them. Yeah, maybe not for the world. It's but an event album. That's what it, it feels like. They they well, didn't certainly. they didn't sit down to write a bunch of songs they that they liked. It's it felt much like, like they sat random, down much like random access. Mm-hmm. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, came out of nowhere. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Sally might get to, might not get the same radio play, 
but who who gives a flip? No, there's there isn't an obvious single on this like the way there was with um uh, with random access memories. I would say Adamana would be something I would yeah. put on radio for people to just mm. sink teeth into. In the water was the one that I would say would have radio. That's the one that sounds most like Fleetwood Mac. It's got like mandolins yeah. and stuff, almost a little bit of REM as well. I can hear there. Yeah, um, Leash, and and era, it's REM. Yeah, and the kind of country influence as well. Yeah. Um, is there is there anywhere where where it loses you at all? Um, during the run the running time. I I uh, no, not really. Yeah, not really. I, like the more I listen to it, I realize it's all intentional. Yeah, yeah. At 100%. first, I was a bit kind of lost within the quieter stuff, but yeah. once I, once you perk up your ears, listen to everything. It's worth it. Yeah, it's one to listen to with a decent set of headphones or whatever. Yeah, uh, I think the only the only the only sort of part of the album where it loses me for about like five to ten minutes is towards the end when it gets into that like between desert and 451 both yeah. of which are kind of uh kind of have like a like a desert baked kind of sound i yeah, guess like which, that, that kind of western yeah. well that may, twangy be, that guitar. may be my favorite element of yeah it, there so, you go yeah. so that, that 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 that's the only part of the album where it kind of i, I kind of veers off the okay. track a tiny bit for me but to be honest with you that even that's a small complaint because i think those songs are, are really good too so yeah yeah man it's it's a fun album to get through it is yeah yeah, it's one I I would never it would never occur to me to like dip in different songs yeah. like would like, say like, like Bandmate or or Queen's of Stone Age albums. Yeah, first time I listened to this album was um first album I put on on the plane back from Japan. Yeah, and I was like, this makes me feel so sad. Yeah, it's yeah, such yeah, a good yeah. Way. yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of one of those ones you just need to ex- like listen, you know, listen to it from start to finish. There's no point in dipping in different songs in this. It's like, yeah. They know, they didn't release any singles and there, there was no lead up. It's like this is this is it. It's just it may as well be one track, you know. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. This is definitely our antithesis of album. Yeah. Just listen to it all. Fuck it all, album. Yeah. Be an emotional sponge and take it. Yeah. Soak it all in. And you'll be humming. I mean, it's it's catchy. Like that's the thing. Say it's not inaccessible. No, no. Like you could put it on almost in any company, and there's there's really only like a couple of moments where it even gets like yeah. quite heavy. I think there's a moment yeah. in um, uh, is it? Uh, I think it might be one thirty seven as well, where she, yeah. he kind of goes. God damn it! You you look so lovely, but oh, you, yeah, you sound so ugly. There's like elements of like their scream. Vocals yeah, yeah, a little bit. Still in this, but it's almost more like like you often say like it's like a primal scream. It's a kind of it's not done for aesthetic reasons. It's done because that's what the music and the emotion of that no, part of the song demands. You know, yeah. Um, it's not it's not a style thing. It's purely dictated by the uh, the content of the song, which I like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just a just a great performance as well from um, from the singer. I think. Uh, oh, I think he gives it as all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah I, I know his name, but it's just. I think it. I wouldn't know. I think it's Jesse something, <laughs> Jesse. but I think it's yeah something like that. But he's he's anyway. It's it's yeah. He's got a yeah. great voice. It's 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 quite laid back, yeah. which works for like most album. But when he needs to kind of mm-hmm. bellow, he can. Oh yeah. Cool. Um, the, the vocals are definitely the first thing you get from this. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly, and that pays off because he wants you to hear what he has to say about it. The swan song, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think, I, yeah, it's it's, it's a good, it's a really good way to go out. It's um, it's it's definitely worth your time. Oh yeah, it really is. Yeah, I'm, I was not I expecting know. this to be good. Not gonna lie to you, you were didn't, not didn't have high expectations. No. Oh, I had a funny feeling it would be amazing. Did you? Yeah. Because no, I, I heard I like the nine year break, and I was like, something's something's gonna be huge. 
it, yeah, it's I, gonna be huge if it, even if it is shit the word on the street had been that Daisy was a bit of a letdown so I, I'm gonna have to actually go back and listen to it but I didn't even I didn't, I didn't even want to like <laughs> expose myself to that like if it, was, if it was gonna be a letdown so I kind of had the feeling that they were on the downward trajectory but that's not the case like this was yeah this is every bit as good a closing album like a career closing album as uh, dis- Dissociation was for Didn't Escape Plan I yeah. think oh I think so great companion piece yeah you know, there's a lot of bands that are consciously yeah. breaking up uh, in this day and age. So, yeah, yeah. what was your... Do you, do you have any final thoughts or do you want to tell us your your standout uh, track? Out of Mana, standout. Okay, Out of Mana. It's a great combination of everything they've do, yeah. they're doing in this. Um, I'll give it an eight. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'll, t- I'll take uh, 137. Um, yeah. And it's I, an, uh, yeah. Close close second. It's me. close. It's, it's great. And same logic teeth would be up there for me as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a nine. I'm giving it a nine. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! I understand. It's uh, it's it's and it's one I know I'm gonna go back to. I'm not just gonna. Like, <laughs> I, I I find myself anytime I have like an hour's clear space, I just yeah. put it on. I've listened to it probably the most yeah. out of anything. So for all of this stuff, we'll I'm I'm gonna come back to. It. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah. So that's science fiction mm-hmm. by Brand New. It's available yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everywhere now. It was it was kind of only available on certain streaming sites for a while but it's everywhere now yeah, so you, you can get that in your ear holes uh cool let's move on so next is a band that are very dear to my heart everything everything are they yes okay. oh yeah 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 so uh so everything everything released their first album i think in 2009 i want to say okay uh called man alive and it was around that time that a friend of a friend uh introduced me to their their sort of first single uh, which is called um ah oh, sugar can't remember the top of my head sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, but okay. but it's uh anyway sorry but the, uh you know that was it was kind of one of those it was like a latter day indie pop hit i guess yeah. in the oh, yeah. my phone's after talking to me yeah. but in, in in the sense that a lot a lot of uh, around that that time was the end of the indie one hit wonder mm-hmm. if you know what i mean or the or the kind of the rise of the indie band like foals were kind of coming from that that mold yeah. um, battles as well and uh, there's a few other ones yeah. anyway um, Suffragette Suffragette is the name of the song thank god I remember okay. that right so that is a huge riff in it and, and, and it kind of it's kind of got a pretty standard structure so I was I was a little bit uh, it was a little bit of a red herring when I went to the album the album is I don't want to bring their name up again yeah but it's it's so appropriate that I think I have to everything everything to me are like a disco radiohead. They have the same level of songwriting skill. Yeah. Um your man uh, Jonathan Higgs the singer has just such an incredible falsetto voice. Like similar to like Tom Tom York does. Yeah. And he's used that to the fullest of effects from the start. Um and their lyrical content tends to deal with very anxiety inducing mm-hmm. topics. You know, they'll they'll deal with like the modern era and, and the way technology is influencing yeah. our lives. Um they've got a really sardonic wit and kind of a, a very tongue in cheek approach to relationships and stuff. Yeah, they seem pretty pretty playful. Yeah. And they have been that way f- from the start. Uh the first album is very frenetic and up tempo. The second album arc was much more laid back and peeled back. This seems frenetic. Yeah. So uh, this I would consider actually more of a, a laid back everything everything album, believe it or not. Whoa. But uh, that just goes to show what they're capable of. But actually, ev- half of this is that. Mm-hmm. The other half is pretty. pretty so yeah, so it's a pretty even split. That's exactly right, right? So this is a Fever Dream. It's their fourth album. Uh, and yeah, it, it it retains a lot of what 
what they've done in the past, but just refines it. So mm-hmm. they've, their songs have tended to to sort of flip between very groove based. Yeah, it sounds like heavy electronic. Yeah, effective guitars, groove synth guitar based bangers. I would say, and mm-hmm. then really strange schizophrenic skittish. Uh, also synth-based singles yes. and then really, really peeled back and quite melancholic ballads. That's kind of the three type of things they do. Yeah. And I think they do all three on this album. In some songs, they do all three in one song. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do actually. Yeah. I think Run the Numbers is a good example of that. Yes. Um, and what they've done on this album more so than they've done in the very in the recent past is they get those, they get these really big baritone guitar riffs. There's yeah, a few of yeah, them on this. There is, there big is. Big Game has one, Run the Numbers has one. Um, and they they have done that in the past, and that's kind of what made them famous as well. Yeah, that caught my attention definitely. So, what what was your what, like? What, what were you thinking when you were listening to it? Did you did you enjoy um, it? I I did. Um, I I liked I liked a lot of it, a lot more than I thought I would. Okay. Um, like even though it went on, it felt like it went on for a while. Yeah. Um, actually, I'll go back, what it, what it really sounded to me. You know, you know, TV on the radio. You know that bad. I actually kind of do. I know I have, I have dear. They're very science. much a staple of. Yeah, indie rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah high yeah, point yeah. for me, yeah. indie rock. Yeah. Um, when I, I think the singer from that went on to do stuff with Mike Patton. Oh, really? In a uh, an album, album, it was an album. I think I showed you ages ago. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, uh, sounds a lot like that. I thought the vocalists were almost the same. They're, really? They're so close. To each I think other. he's got such a unique voice. That's really interesting. Well, I'll show you. Yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was pretty cool. It, it was um, because this almost starts near the point where they kind of ended their okay. main main staple of their careers. Yeah. But it's not a side project. There's no no connection. No, the, yeah, apparently. no, 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 no. Yeah. Um I like it I like the energy in it. Yeah. I, I want I would love to see these guys at Electric Picnic. I've they actually should get a ticket. They're coming to Dublin in February. Oh fuck yeah. I've seen them three times and they've never been anything but incredible. Mm. They seem like the perfect festival band for for people who like this music but deserve a bit more yeah, better written, better better written music than the stuff they listen to. That's right, like it, this. Yeah, these guys are. If that makes sense. What I love about these guys is their music is brainy, but you can it dance is. to it. It is. Uh, so They're I, I if you go to their gigs, it's it's so much fun because people. It's it's the kind of music I imagine that you would dance to while an asteroid is about to hit the Earth. You know, it's it's full of dread and anxiety and stuff, but. It, the grooves are undeniable. Yeah. And there's like um, these R&B hooks that come in in the, in the yeah. backing vocals, which are just, yeah. they, they demand that you sing along. Yeah, like a lot of foals mixed with Mogwai, kind of weird, yeah. swirling yeah. tones. But with these huge synths, like especially on Night of the Long Knives and Desire, the the two, yeah. uh, the first track and then one of, I think the second single, yes. you know, they, they, they go hell for leather in a way that I love because yeah. it's a indie rock and, I suppose you would have to call this indie rock or yeah. math, math, indie yeah. math or whatever, but it's like, like they the, don't go hell for leather like that very well, often. And it's like, I, I, I wish in some universe, Calvin Harris was like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, but, uh, you know, but with the, um, with the lyric, it's for me, it's the combination of those amazing danceable riffs and the huge, some heavy, some heavy stuff. Yeah. It almost, kicking out the double bass pedal at yeah. points almost yeah that's the thing they 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 never hold themselves back from throwing something into the mix if they think it's going to serve the yeah. song I mean that seemed to occur a bit more to start than the end or start than anywhere else 
And that's something that that mirrors... I think they could have kept it a bit more in there. Yeah, that mirrors their second album. See, for me, my journey with an Everything Everything album is usually... I, I immediately love the, the pacey songs yeah. and it takes a while for the slower stuff to sink in. Yeah. But once I mean, it does, it's there forever. It's funny because yeah. I really like the first three, four songs. Mm-hmm. Like really like yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And then it takes me a while to get used to it. And yeah. then I'll just go out and say it. My favorite one is A Fever Dream. Yes. It's my favorite song on the album. The first time I heard that, I kind of went, what that's nothing is like this? what I love from the first ones. Yeah. Fever Dream, the title track is... It's 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 such a simple idea and it builds and builds and builds. Yeah. Start starts like the soundtrack of a Hayao Miyazaki film. Yeah. Then yeah. goes into this kind of almost a Moby party anthem. I get yeah, I get like a really a a sinister nineties trance kind of yeah. vibe. Like like the prodigy or Faithless probably is a Faithless, better example. Faithless is a good example. Faithless. Bit of Moby. Um, yeah. And uh, and it just it just keeps on building and then and then it will sort of compress for a second and then it gets even bigger mm-hmm. and then at the end there's just this kind of double you know double kick kind of da 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 yeah. it's it's really it's an amazing and actually I have the the record you know oh, yeah. and I'll just the second that that a uh, a piano loop kind nice. of comes in for for the main part of the song I'll just nice. whack it up to full volume because it's mm-hmm. it's so addictive yeah. Um, and as well, like the, the, that it's lyric, a, it's an exciting album. Yeah. It is, it is. I think the lyrics are just so um, relevant for today. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Some of the lyric, some of the vocals, I found a bit grating. Okay, um, but that's most people's main criticism. So if you, you know, the vocals are a little bit like Marmite, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. I like, I like the vocals. I like a lot of the vocals, but some of the, some of the lyrical. Oh, really? The lyrical melodies are a bit not my flavor. Okay, that's fair. So to speak. Yeah, yeah. I think run the numbers again run, is probably the best. Run, that, that's the one part that's, where I, that's where I'm a bit. Yeah. yeah, that's like that's like primo Jonathan Higgs, where he's kind of going. Bleh, 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 bleh. Well, yeah, he, he kind of kind of like yelp things sometimes. Yeah, were, uh, this reminds me a lot of Saul Williams. Yeah, if you know him at all. Uh, no, I'm not sure. Uh, is he associated with the band? Or? Uh, he did. He did a lot of stuff. Trent Reznor produced a lot of his okay big stuff. We might go back to it for Album sure. Club someday. But yeah, it's a lot like that. Okay. Um, that a lot of similarities there vocally. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I I enjoyed this album a lot more yeah. than I thought I would. So you think at this After, point he's almost like an old friend? So for me, the everything that comes out of his mouth is gold. You know. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Sorry. Um. No. Yeah. It it it, it did lose me a point. Okay, that's fair. There was too many quiet intervals between the tempo that was already trying to be kept with the first four songs. Mm-hmm. When the first four songs are pretty much beat for beat like keeping up with each other yeah like I said I think that's that that's a, a pitfall of their second album but I, yeah with the course of due time I've come to appreciate that album as like a 10 out of 10 sure, sure. but but at the time I remember thinking like oh, god I wish they'd like done the track listing different it starts so <gasps> yeah. fast and it ends so slow and this album suffers from that a little bit as well yeah it starts really fast but then near the end you've got Ivory Tower which is like which is like really uh, oh, yeah. tense and fast and it's pretty gritty frenetic yeah or, yeah so mm-hmm. you know it doesn't I think the, but I agree like the, of the second half of the album you've got like Put Me Together yeah. which is slow the, uh, Fever Dream which is kind of somewhere in the middle it's yeah. quite hypnotic but I'd say it's slow it is, yeah. um, you've got uh, the New Deep and uh, Ivory Tower and then the final track uh, which is also slow White Whale so yeah you're right it's quite slow yeah 
But uh, I don't. I, I you know I, I like their slow stuff as well. But I I like you prefer their yeah pacier stuff. But it's like, it's a surprise. It's, it's a good. great surprise. Yeah. Like I never I didn't have a clue this would be the thing I was listening to when you sent it to me. No, that's like, they surprise everyone because they're I think they are really truly a unique proposition. I, I oh definitely I've never heard anybody that that where I go oh my god like this sounds exactly like everything everything they're an integral part of of the music scene now I yeah. think yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, they've always been proudly really, really strange. And if there was ever any crossover between Everything Everything and the mainstream, it's a coincidence. You know, like Can't Do, that that chorus is so catchy. It's like undeniable. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't hear it and not get it stuck in your head. But it's it, that's a coincidence. Yeah. They just wrote that because that was whatever weird thing was banging around in their brains at the time. And it happens to be palatable for radio. But that's yeah. what I love about them. They kind of, they do their own thing. Yeah. So yeah, fa- your, so your it, well, favorite track? Favorite Dream. Fever Dream. Yes, that's right. Flam. I'm. Um, uh, yeah. 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 You yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I. 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 I sort of swing back and forth, but I think it's got to be opening track, Night of the Long Knives. I oh just, yeah. Like, okay, <sighs> that makes sense. That, that would be the other one. Yeah. But the biggest surprise halfway because I was losing. Yeah. Right. With this right, album, right, and then right. this, that song floored me. Yeah. Yeah. I think Night Very of the Long pretty. Lives owes uh, owes probably the most to the previous album, Get to Heaven, which is my oh man it's so hard to say but I think it's my favourite of theirs yeah um, and uh, and yeah and just as well like lyrically I, I love the nods to Trump I mean on um, uh, what's the what's the track called um, uh, Game uh, what's it called sorry Big Game yeah you know he talks about like someone's gonna burst your bovine balloon which yeah. is, oh, it's is, so you know, Trump and someone's gonna pull your big trousers down and yeah. you know it just it's, 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 it's great I did and, pick up on that actually yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, if you listen to it you you really get the sense that he feels like the world is kind of going mad and I, I yeah. love that even Pop is going apocalyptic with the yeah. political scenes so. yeah. okay. alright so do you want to give it a, give it a score uh, yeah a high 7 high, high seven. 7 cool so 7 <laughs> <laughs> so 7 just to clarify enthusiastic it's 7 cool it's a, it's a 9 for me oh fair um, enough you're never going to get fair anything enough. less than a 9 from for everything everything unless they've really fucked it and they haven't here it's, a, it's another good everything well, everything I don't album. think it's I don't think it's an incredibly cohesive album. I think it's a bit spacey. But I guess that's just their style. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. It's, listen, I, you know... I was, but that's just how it is, man. That's how it is. That's the way it is. I, I love them unconditionally. Um, so I love bands that do that kind of thing as yeah, well. So. Yeah, I really think... I think they're one of the, the best But I like the bands. style. I like this kind of pop. Cool. Awesome. Fuck yeah. All right, let's move on because we are approaching our usual regular schedule dun, dun, ending dun, time. Dun, although dun, we will, dun, dun, dun. we will add some extra time for all these extra albums. Um, Roswell Kid. Yes. Oh God, I forgot about Roswell Kid. Roswell <laughs> Kid. Ah, this album is so nineties. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so mid two thousands as well. Yeah, that too. It's yeah. a lot of eras. Really. It is. It is. It is. So Roswell Kid are like a newish band. I guess they've been around for a couple of years. Yeah. They've actually got. Um, They've got two full albums prior to this and one EP. Okay. Or well, maybe put like one sort of major release EP. Yeah. And then this is like their third kind of, but they, I think, I think this is where they've really found their feet. I've listened to their other stuff mm-hmm. and this is like the complete package, I guess, in terms of it. what they, what they do. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, to yours, what do they do? Like, what do they trade in? Yeah. I mean, I guess they're, I guess they're big fans of Weezer. Um, maybe. Yeah, just maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Weezer Emotion City soundtrack uh, la- The Laundry Shop which are our homestead yeah. favourites yes um, good bit of that uh, more in the vocals than anything else yeah um, yeah and yeah. any 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 kind of 90s early 2000s college rock 
I think that's really where this is drawing its main oh, influence from. This is from. definitely called rock. Yeah. Lyrically and, you know, the song titles. Just look at the song titles. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Booger. Booger, yeah. <laughs> um, what, Wendy's Trash Can. Oof on... DVD. Oh, UHF on DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man TV, you know, which it's is, all... Which is the Weird Al Yankovic film, I believe. Yes, it is yeah, UHF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's that kind of slacker hanging around with my friends on the sofa, smoking yeah. weed and, you know, going on dates and reminiscing about the 90s. That's yeah, like the whole your, vibe. Your ex-girlfriend accidentally took your white album of Weezer, so you better buy this. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. That's, um, that's, that's where this lives, you know? Yeah. Uh, so if you like the Blue Album by Weezer, what are you doing? You've got to listen to this. Yeah. As far as I'm Re- concerned, this is the best um, this is the best vein. melodic like accessible melodic rock album that I can that's come out in recent memory okay. that I can think of certainly the, since the, Weezer's White Album the, we- the Weezer era <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 they schooled Weezer on what they do <laughs> yeah it's, it's almost what I'm kind of getting it's more right? Weezer than Weezer itself <laughs> it's, it's so it's very I'm, I'm sure they're aware of that aren't they not? no they are they are no, they have to be I think they're painfully aware of it but yeah. uh, but the singer as I say sounds a lot like uh, like Steve Robinson from The Laundry Shop yeah who any of our Irish listeners will know as the voice of all these highs and lows yeah from the Irish tourism yeah. ad Explore but, Ireland, bitches. Yeah, yeah, discover <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> but uh, no, the, the laundry shop not 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 appreciated in their time. Oh, nor that? nor nor today. But a good band. Yes, one album, I believe. Two albums. Two, two, two. One big album. Uh, yeah, I, I have both. Although one of them is pretty tricky to get. Um, yes. yes, and he's just got this lovely, soothing. I would kind, say like kind, soothing rock voice. Yeah, it's a polite, polite rock voice. Yeah, you know. Bring it home to your your, your grandma. Yeah, but, <laughs> she won't question yeah, it too much. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, what you're doing in college, like no, exactly. Like, she, but she knows. Packed with emotion, also. You know? Oh yeah. Um, this definitely is like. Oh, remember your. Remember when you were 16? <laughs> Just remember that yeah. exact time. Yeah, this will force you. <laughs> That's right. It's so. It's so. There's something about it. It's so nostalgic, and uh, you know, I also hear some pavement in there. Yeah. You know, especially in like futon. Bit of pavement. Um. Oh God! What does it remind me of? Um, but yeah, what else? What else does it remind you of? Uh, Want to finish yours? It's it's funny actually because the songs themselves have gotten so burnt into my brain that at yeah. this point, it's when I first heard it, I was thinking of influences like that's all that was coming to mind. I was like, oh, this sounds like that. This sounds like this. This sounds like that. But now that I've I've lived with the album for a little while, the songs themselves are so monolithic and so memorable and so well written that it's like. I, I can't think of them in comparison to anything else. <laughs> um, they just they just they just are what they are. Yeah, yeah. They and take, I think they take on their own. I don't think there's a I don't think there's a weak link on this oh, album a few. at all. There's a good few. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Please, I I can I can say no wrong. So please yeah. do give your gripes. Um, the last two songs, Game Ball and Michael Keaton. Yes. Okay. Possibly the last. Wait. Um. What do we got here? Uh. I have to say. Uh. Booger, Wishman, Game Ball, Michael Keaton. They lose it for me. <gasps> Dude, yeah. no. Yeah. Well, like, they just don't have what the other parts do. And the other Whoa. parts are outstanding. I'm shocked you don't like Michael Keaton. That's not too one much. of my songs not, of the year. Not too much. Like, I'm not over okay. overwhelmed by it. The other songs got me. Yeah. Michael no, no Keaton. No that. Michael Keaton, I just love because of the sentiment of the song. It's like, it's literally a story about the singer and his friend. Yeah. In 1989 or whenever, yeah. uh, 
uh, Tim Burton's Batman came out yeah. and they you know basically the story is they go to see Batman they're so obsessed with it that they can't do anything but like recreate scenes from the movie so then your man is like well, that's it I'm packing up my bags I'm leaving I'm leaving home I'm like, I'm like you know eight years old or whatever I'm going to walk all the way across the country to California knock on Michael Keaton's door and be like <laughs> you were really good in that movie yeah it's sweet I think it's really really sweet the sentiment's sweet with every song it's sweet but like yeah. just musically it doesn't catch me that's fair that's fair and I, I personally think Game Ball is amazing yeah. as well but you know that's it, it, again maybe it took me a little bit longer yeah. to warm to those but yeah, when they're, I did they're, they're, at their be- they're at their best when they're really rocky yeah and I think so, their slow stuff is a bit bit dozy for me that's fair see yeah see I, I've I've gotten fully yeah. on board with the slow stuff but I can totally understand that yeah. um, I just think the choruses in this album are like inescapable yeah they're very nice you know they're very nice I, that's, it's nice to have song titles that are so evocative of the chorus as well because all you have to do is just look at the running title and you, you have uh, all these melodies right yeah, at your it's fingertips like, I, I can't remember the last band who does that a lot in the choruses yeah. where the song title is actually in the song yeah, sometimes yeah, it's just yeah. kind of parentheses and stuff like that all that kind of wacky yeah. stuff and that's fine but when you've, got, when you've got chorus vocals that are as strong as they are here yeah, yeah. the songs are what they mean yeah, yeah basically yeah. Um, they're very evocative mm-hmm. of, of of memories from very precise periods yeah like he writes it like he would a book or a biography to his own life what do you think of the comedy stuff good very good fun, yeah there's the song called Booger which is literally a love song about yeah. um, about smearing a yeah. bit of snot on your phone screen regardless of yeah the Booger it's like I don't, I don't want I don't want to clean my screen because it reminds me of saying I love you yeah oh, man. It's and then, and then it's followed funny. right I mean, it's very, very old, old school Blink-182 yeah that's 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 kind of what I got from it too but like from a different genre yeah a diff, different different genre but still the same type of humour and yeah. a, the Wish Man is the same actually it's like yeah. basically a guy you know wishes yeah. to be a dog and then the rest of the song is just the rest of the band barking yeah. maniacally into the microphone <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I like I like it I like it a lot like it's not exactly my music cool like we've gone over what exactly my music is <laughs> but this is good this is good I, I love listening to this yeah. in the company of people who love it yeah yeah. And that's what counts yeah I think yeah this is this is one that I just it's I don't want to say it's comfort food because I think it's better than that but like it's an album it's close that, to that it's an album that I can just put on at any time yeah. and, and it no, instantly it's, 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 it seems like putting on All Reliable at least for you I can tell. It's been I an, know what for me. Like. It's been like an instant classic. Yeah, that's what I would say. You, you, your verloren love for the laundry shop is finally quenched. Uh, yes, this stuff. It's like the, the it's thirsty like bitch. The sequel <laughs> album that never happened. Yes. Yeah, that's that's what it feels like to me. After I listened to this album a couple of times, yeah. it was like I will. Um, these songs will never leave me yeah. there. Not as forever. Not as not as good as laundry shop by any stretch, because the laundry. I won't. I don't want to compare apples and oranges, but they had a more kind of reverby sound. Yeah. Two of them. Um, this is a bit more kind of like back at home on the porch with four friends and small amps. Yeah, maybe. Kind of almost. I think it sounds pretty big, but the laundry shop is... It is. It's a different... They're definitely going for something different. Like the laundry shop was like... was like At their end, there was like stadium rock, you know? Yeah, it was like... It was more Foo Fighters than Weezer, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Apart from vocally, where it was more college rock kind of vocal. Yeah. But. Yeah, like that was more Alice in Chains at points as well. Mm-hmm. Just the bass and... Yeah, this is more more Weezer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But but I would just say quickly that if anybody is looking for a phenomenal Irish album that you've never heard before, I guarantee, uh, look up Exit at Salvation by The Laundry Shop because yeah. it's got some unbelievably good songs on yeah, it. Yeah, miniature plug. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go listen to that album. It's so good. 
Uh, cool. So that's Precious Art by Roswell Kid. Dylan, favorite track if you had to name one? Oh, um, uh, Boomerang. Boomerang. Good, so good choice. It's good. Good choice. I know from DVD as well. UHF and DVD is really good. Um, I'm actually good. Ah, oh, I said the first four or five songs. Mm, they're are, all so are hit, good. Are hit, are hit, are hit, but then it loses me a bit. I'm gonna say Michael Keaton actually is my favorite okay, song. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I'll go back to it. I'll see. I'll see what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that about it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and uh, give us a score. Ten. No, we'll give it a seven. No! <laughs> God damn it. Well, you want to know what I give it? A good seven. You give it a ten. I'm giving it a ten! Oh. Give it a ten! First ten for you. Yeah, it's my first I've, ten I've ever. I've fired off some tens. You have. This, I think I think you fired off three? Two. Tens? Two? Two. Two. Yeah. This is ten number one for me. I think it's... I'm never going to stop listening to this And album. I understand. I won't begrudge you for shit. Thank you. Thank you. And Dylan, I would never begrudge you a ten. Um, <laughs> we got to keep our tens close. They're like they're like our children. Yeah, trophies. Trophy childs. It's a ten out of ten, baby. All right, that's a fucking great album. That's uh, Precious Art by Roswell Kid. If you got an A in maths, yeah, <laughs> you did an A plus. Um, if you ever liked the music of Weezer, check it out. Yeah. Cool. All right, we're gonna we're gonna run back to Japan for a quick for a hot second yeah. and look at a, a mini album. Yeah, a little, little layover in Tokyo. Yeah. So this is a mini album by a guy, guy, band, guy, band, band named Azami. Yeah. And it's called Dawn. Yeah, they're from the Saitama Prefecture in Japan. Fabulous. It's pretty cool. And before um, you go running to listen to this, you won't be able to, I guarantee. Because I have it and nothing else has yeah. in this country. <laughs> is it? Is it even available to buy on iTunes? I think it's, it's just it, iTunes Japan. Yeah. And you can get it in CD Japan, Tower Records Japan. Okay. Stuff like that. Um, like... It's being pushed in Japan, but you it's, certainly can't listen to this on Spotify. Like, if Tower Records Japan are seriously pushing this, you yeah. know it is some seriously good shit. Okay, so let's let's even though we're gonna have to paint a picture with words here because yeah. you won't be able to listen to this album. But what 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 did you make of it? Um, you there's there's one song on on YouTube. Yeah, at the you, YouTube it. Yeah, you can YouTube it. Yeah, so that's the second song is on YouTube. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. This is a uh, this is Japan's effort at hardcore mm-hmm. in the vein of. Uh, while she sleeps, mixed with uh, every time I die, yeah, with something a little lighter, I think. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's quite as heavy B- as bits, those things. No, b- bits of J Rock, yeah, uh, like bits of traditional J Rock. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, but I think you're in the right ballpark. Yeah, it's that it's that metallic. Yeah, yeah. definitely metallic hardcore. It's not like it's not yeah. like full on hardcore. Yeah. It's, it's, there's yeah. a bit of there's a bit of thrash, mm-hmm. uh, elements of screaming and fire bullet from my Valentine. Yeah, I can hear that too. Yeah. I can Which hear is that too. My favorite era of them, yep. definitely. Um, except so much more in such little time. <laughs> yeah, no, they they do a good job, and it's yeah. anthemic as well. Six songs, six crazy songs. They don't let up until the very last track. Yeah, is when they go for the ballad. Yeah. Um, and what what do you have to what do you have to say about this? I I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. I think your man has a nice characteristic to his voice. Um, which, as you say, like, leans much heavier on the hardcore than it does on, like, say, the metal. I know, I know you like a fair bit of hardcore as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like, I always say it's like hardcore vocals tend to sound like somebody who's <laughs> who's actually just yelling in a certain way, whereas metal vocals often sound like someone's possessed by a demon. Yeah. And I think this guy does sound like, he sounds kind of like he's yelling this in desperation. This is a bit of that. It depends on what, what song um, you're talking about, what he, part. Uh, oh, God. Well, I mean, he mixes 
Yeah. He does both vocals, both melodic and the screaming vocals. Well, the melodic vocals is much closer to something like a, a Deer on Grey, maybe. Would uh, you say or no? Or is that just no. me showing my prejudice? Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, it's a little different than that. Yeah. I don't know what I compare it to. Um, maybe other other bands uh, that come to mind... Yeah, no, no, but I know what you mean. It's it, yeah, it's a more standard melodic vocal, but the har- the 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 harsh vocal is it's very unique. It's not, melodic. yeah, it's really nice actually. I, re- I really like it, and it does lend a little bit more heaviness because I don't think the music is super heavy. Like I don't think it certainly wouldn't be in league with something like Every Time I Die. Um, you know, it's you I can the drumming is the yeah, drumming the, is. yeah, the drumming is, but the the guitar never loses sight of like a, a kind of a melodic anchor I guess you know yeah, no. it, it never gets to that point where it's like that chromatic kind of oh. low end riffing right. it's it's it's, it it's keep, always it based on atmospheric yeah. there's two guitarists so they got two jobs to do yeah so there's always like a melody kind of sprinkled over the top yeah. or whatever um, which it's, I which I really enjoy it reminds me of what, what we do in our band it like, does like yeah it bit. does it does yeah yeah I, 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 I liked it there was uh, apart from the first song uh, Sash is it or Sash, Sash yeah uh, I really like Sash the Everything else, you know, it feels like it's 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 being written by people with real potential. I don't feel like it's there yet. I think it is. You, yeah, I absolutely uh, five thousand. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So uh, sorry, the sound just cut out there for a second, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were just describing. You were just describing the sound of the album, I guess. Yeah. In terms of like the guitar never loses its melody. No. No. It never did, it never goes to that really low end chromatic riffing that you sometimes get with like every time I die. It's yeah. it's it owes a little bit more to I don't want to say like classic rock, but yes. there's definitely a classic rock sensibility to a lot of yeah. it. Yeah. Um and uh I'm not sure if we've already talked about the vocals, but like a really nice balance of clean and harsh. Oh totally. That's what makes the album almost perfect for me. Yeah. Is the fact that he can pull off the clean vocals. Yeah. With as much passion as anything else that's yeah. Oh, yeah. at the same time. Uh, everybody's got each other's back. Yeah. Certainly. Um, and and the interplay between, say, like, the drummer pulling off a solo yeah. and then the bass kind of coming in by itself and then these yeah. sort of progressive, almost like C2I uh, yeah. guitars coming in, you know. Yeah. They've all clearly done their homework yeah. and then well able to play their instruments, which is cool. Yeah, like, oh, they're, they're just, they just look like they're having so much fun. Yeah. Because I've, I've seen what they look like playing playing live. Yeah. And they're yeah. just totally in it to win it good like like this is their first thing and this is this is what will send them yeah that's the crazy the thing as well this is like a first this is like a warning shot like this is how you absolutely make an impression yeah with some 50 caliber gunshot music yeah and I want to hear I do want to hear the full length yeah um so yeah. I don't know if we're gonna get a date for that this is this is this is only just this is pretty new release right yeah. so just each song is it flies they fly by so fast but they've, they've got so many bits to them yeah so many elements it's so dramatic and heavy while being a hardcore album. Yeah. Like, that's what you forget is, like, not everybody's going to like the hardcore vocals. But it doesn't, no. it doesn't just, it doesn't mind, I don't mind it at all. Personally. No, yeah, that, that's that's going to be one thing where, yeah, it it, it it just totally brushes by me because I'm so used to it at this yeah. point. But, yeah, I could hear that turning some people off. Yeah. But, but there's know. enough clean vocals. Yeah. And I think the third track or the fourth track has fully clean vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Azami, one to watch for sure. God, yes. Um, favorite song in it? I I, I like the opener. Um, the opener. Sash, I think that's that's really really good. Yes. Um, oh yeah, that, that was the. Yeah. Very maximum hormone action. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't give up, kind of punk rock. It's good. So this is like the main headstead of 
Japanese punk rock hardcore. This is what they're pulling. This is the vanguard. And they have like 600 fans on Facebook, which is nuts. Should join their number. God, yes. Yeah. Um, What would you give it? I would give this a 7 out of 10. Wow. Um, (laughs) Favorite song would probably be Farewell. Yeah. um, Which has the video. Mm -hmm. Um, The last song is really good as well. A lot of of emotional resonance. So they they promise they can do that as well, which is nice. I will come back to this one for Um, sure. Yeah. I'll give it a 10. Hey! Probably the, high, yeah, the yeah, highest yeah, ten. Yeah. The highest ten I'll give. Really? Oh, absolutely. This was, this is beautiful. Like this, this like bookended my Japan trip. Yeah. And it's just so powerful. Like, like something to be something to be said for walking through the streets of Japan with this blaring in your in your headphones. Yeah. That just brings it home. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's really cool. Is I I want I want to hear the full. Yeah, the that. full version of it, like the kind of the yeah. thirty forty minute version. But yeah. listen, I can totally hear what, what you're hearing there, so I, I can I can I can definitely back that ten. Even yeah. though I, I do say for me it's a seven, but fuck yeah. Um, but again, I'm just I'm just trash. That's so. grand. What be, do I know? Be, be trash. It's still here, so getting your ear holes while you still can. All right, that's Azami and their de- debut mini album Dawn. So uh, beg, borrow, steal if you need to. It's impossible to find on streaming, but you might be able to find yeah. it some other way. Walshley Seeps have a contender. <laughs> they certainly do. They certainly do. All right, let's move on and wrap this up with our yeah. retrospective. We're looking back at the debut album by the band Garbage. And the name of the album is Garbage. Yeah, 1995, I think. 94 or 95. Really, yeah. So this Anniversary is, this is... for the second one's coming up soon, so... Well, I don't think there was ever any doubt as to what decade this was made in. Oh, God. <laughs> Listening to the album, it's maybe the most 90s thing I've, I've ever, ever heard. heard. Yeah, yeah. Thank Butch Vig for that. Yeah, this is 95. So this is, yeah, Butch Vig, yeah. he of producer of Nevermind fame. Yes, this is him with a post-traumatic stress of um, alleviated from Kurt Cobain's death. Right. I, I believe the day after Kurt died, he met uh, Shirley, the singer of this band. Wow to start building this band up and she came all the way from Brit- from from Scotland oh so yeah, she's she's Scottish she's Scottish oh okay oh once you once you know you can definitely yeah no no you can hear it you can hear yeah. it yeah it's a weird amalgam that's actually interesting to hear that it's a US UK sort of mm-hmm. um, collaboration because you can definitely hear that yeah. in the yeah in the music yeah uh, and it's also funny to hear that it was that Butch Vig did this after Nevermind. Yes, he did. Because I was I wasn't sure of the chronology. I guess you know I wasn't yeah. sure whether maybe this was like ninety three or ninety two. This is like just pre Pro Tools and post Nirvana. Yeah, the second album is I think it's the first album to ever work with Pro Tools. Okay, Volume Two, which we'll, okay. we might talk about in the future. But this one it is like early the Pro last hurrah for this kind of. And it album is the kind of it is Butch. the kind of album that does feel like it's 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 in blocks. You know, it's it's. It's super pristine sounding. It is. It's it's so it's so them learning their sound mm. and perfecting it. Yeah. Which is why some people call this the best garbage album. Okay. I think they've got better I think the second one's actually the best. Okay. But this one is definitely like them on full pistons figuring it out. Well, for what it's worth, this it has the only garbage song I had heard previously. Only happy when it rains. Uh, no, no, um, stupid girl. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What was that on? Or where did you? I don't know, from? but I just feel like it's I, maybe it was on yeah. constant rotation on yeah. Phantom back in the day on Phantom Radio. I don't yeah. know. Like, like this sound, the sound of this album is very interesting. Yeah, even for nineties, weird. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's 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 like 
it's the chillest album I've ever heard that has industrial beats and guitar to it. Exactly. That's exactly it. So it's, it's the industrial influence. With, with like possibly 10 contenders for James Bond theme of the year. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how yeah. Shirley does it. That's it. She did, she did do The World Is Not Enough theme. Did she? Yep, that was her singing it. That's very interesting. I think these... For me, it's like... This album, it's the aesthetic of this. I think I like this album in spite of its aesthetic, if that makes sense. Yeah. It wouldn't be my typical go-to, the sound of this album. It's like, it's it's all kind of in the mids and the highs. If you get me, it's super, super pristine. Everything yeah. is really, really separated. You gotta so, have it with headphones on. You do. there's some like really deep, yeah. free bass. Yeah. That will only get you then. Yeah. And like the guitar, like the, the bedrock of this album is not the guitar. It's the kind of, it's that, it's the driving industrial. It's Butch. Butch. Butch totally sends yeah. his own with his drums. They almost send like samples. I know. I know it's live drumming, but they they almost send like they could be some, used as samples. Some, some bits might well be. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of that. Like they don't. They don't actually play out of amps. No. Live. They're all all from the monitors. Out. Oh yeah. 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 That makes sense. That which makes is sense. So, which apparently is just so the way to do it. Yeah. For 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 perform for playing better, right? And being able to hear what other people are doing on stage as well, yeah. Um, and just drumming like it, it's a lot better live, and this is they they play it better live, yeah. Like they're definitely the be- one of the best live bands I've ever seen. Yeah, this is going to um, sound weird, but the- you wouldn't hear it from this though. Like it would be kind of no, I I haven't seen them, so I I yeah. don't know. How, I'm not I'm not sure what the comparison would be. But, yeah, yeah. But I do. It's weird actually. I almost hear like the sound of 90s hip-hop in this, if mm. that makes sense. Mm. It's like it's like that kind of, almost like what we were talking about with G-Funk and Warren G and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's that translated into the, the, the rock, the almost, like, post, post-Nirvana rock scene, I guess. Yeah. Um, not but Brit- with the huge... It's not Britpop. It's, it's not, not near Britpop. It, but it's got elements of all of that yeah. stuff. It's, it's like, it's so close to Nine Inch Nails while being... Just the first thing I've ever heard of this kind. But also having so much influence from dance. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, there's so much early, early 90s dance in this. Yeah, there really is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I genuinely think this album is the first of its kind. It probably is. Sound. It probably is. Like, garbage have always been that. Yeah. I know you haven't, you haven't heard their other albums, but they always seem to up themselves. Even even like the latest single was like, mm-hmm. holy shit, this is new even for 2017. Yeah. So they love doing it. Butch loves doing this stuff. I think Butch does a lot of the producing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this pre-Jagged Little Pill? It is, right? Yes. Because I hear a huge... Well, then if that's the way around it is, then I hear a huge amount of this on yeah. Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. It's yeah. that kind of spiky, yeah. full of attitude... Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the the attitude kind of coming from the drums, yeah, and sure, synthesizers sure, and, and Shirley's things. Shirley's stick yeah. to the man, vocals. yeah, 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 and and like that, yeah, exactly yeah. that. Like she 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 um she pulls off sexy in the most kind of I don't know d- disgusting way, yeah, if that makes sense, yeah. Like she's very she's very vulgar about her 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 her, her um her topics yeah and and there's a lot of there's a lot of sloganeering on it as well you know like every nearly every song has like a a big kind of slogan in it like this is not my idea of a good time or I'm only happy when it rains or uh, like a queer the queerest of the queer strange um, of the strange you know yeah Uh, um, yeah I I think Fix Me Now is great so I'm just I'm looking at the track listing here um, a bit of Bowie in there a bit of 90s Bowie all around yes 
Um, same with the androgyny and the queer and all that. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's got a lot of connecting strings. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I don't know if they toured them. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I think it, my issue with this is, is similar to some, my issue with a lot of those kind of 90s um, sounding albums and mm-hmm. bands and stuff, which is I sometimes the, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the chord progressions and like the melodies they choose. So like, just to, to pick a good example, I like, I'm not a huge fan of Not My Idea because I don't. But a lot of it is, a lot of it I like out of that song. I, yeah. I know the part you're talking but about. But you, I, I, yeah, but I'm never a big fan of that, like, just sort of taking like a semi turn like, bleh, 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 that, that, yeah. But by that same talking token. about the do 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 part? Yeah, yeah, even that as well. Yeah, there's a big My Bloody Valentine influence in that song also. You can hear it in the guitars. Yeah, but. No, I think that's, it's very much a interesting staple. Like, yeah. Makes the song, makes the songs very recognizable. But the funny thing is, whereas I feel like the, the sound, signature of garbage maybe mm-hmm. detracts in from my enjoyment in a song like that it really really adds to it in a song like vow or mm-hmm. fix me now or milk or stupid girl so like it, for me it's all dependent on like their incredibly unique and really really 90s sound signature yeah. can either elevate the track way beyond what it would be normally or mm-hmm. it detracts from my enjoyment of it you know yeah. that's just the way it's like yeah. a mixed bag i mean let's see uh it definitely seems like a single album. Like they're all singles, all the songs. Oh yeah, every single, that? every single song with yeah. with maybe a couple of minor exceptions like, could have been a single. When yeah. you see these guys live, at, at the point you are as a fan as I am, yeah, you wish these songs were all just in that. Like, yeah, it's so hard to pick and choose. Yeah, uh, apparently it is for them as well. Yeah, um, yeah, no, definitely. Like the variety is really nice. Really appreciate. Yeah, there's a huge amount of variety on it. And actually, do you know what? Like I'm, I, I wasn't expecting to like love this album and I don't know if I would say like I, I, I've fallen head over heels for it but actually I not do too far off, I really right? like it I actually yeah. really really like it so it's a lot of character yeah um, yeah definitely uh, almost you'd almost call it a super group if it wasn't for just kind of butch yeah alone but yeah it's yeah um, it's definitely Shirley's Shirley's boy now where, where right. I said to start it wasn't right she was, she was just kind of normal, not kind of um, dra- she was kind of dragged into it it seemed it seemed like that at the start. Mm-hmm. She didn't know what she was getting into when she was getting the plane from Scotland to the right. States that this would be what you would spend a year working for. Yeah. Like I think that was that's a it's a pretty cool outcome from yeah. that. From people you don't know, this is the album you make with them. That's yeah. that's really cool. But what I'm interested um, to hear is I have I presume oh, yeah. as time went on they shook off the the trappings of that like undeniably nineties sound and develop something that was a little bit more timeless is that fair or have they always kind of no, they been very they, much of their did. time oh they have they have flashes back right like surely always going to sound like surely yeah oh um, yeah. yeah yeah like they just keep on opening themselves yeah um, the next album is a lot I mean the next two albums are, are poppier but in weird ways yeah okay and yet they have a lot of heavier stuff yeah um like oh this this definitely stands out okay like nothing they've done before. I'm just interested. Ever, I'm really interested to like maybe since. listen through and, and kind of hear how they managed to subvert that yeah. that sound in terms of like loads of bands have done that. Like yeah. especially kind of the um you know like the Van Halens and the Judas Priests and those kind of bands like the heavy metal bands mm-hmm. have maybe sounded very much of the decade they were operating in. Yeah. And then as time has gone on, or Metallica is another example, yeah. right? You know, and like this, but do, then, this does it more so. Yeah, I think garbage do it more. As time goes on, they they keep their core mm-hmm. sound, but they manage to um, 
to mold it around the time a little yeah. bit more. So that's yeah. I, I'm interested to hear where they went from there, and 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 we can maybe look at other. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll listen back to other garbage albums and see and see yeah. how they change. But a very interesting career. It's cool, and there's a few songs there that are just undeniably like. Yeah, you know, rock solid, rock solid songs. Yeah. So, Vow, Vow is my favorite. Yeah, Vow is my favorite too. Actually, funny enough, uh, Only Happy When It Rains is classic. Yeah, they're all classic. Queer is great. Stupid Girl is really good. I love Super Vix in the first track. Yeah, um, there is a song in it. Oh, what's it called again? Um, I think it's As Heaven Is Wide. Oh, or, yeah, or not yeah, my yeah. idea. W- one of the ones that has like the really, yeah, really yeah, bassy yeah. bass. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, they're 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 a cool band. I'm I'm glad you very atmospheric. You brought them to the table <laughs> after many months of berating <laughs> oh, me. Like, God, yeah. how do you not know garbage? <laughs> yeah, they're they're in it. They're they're more more. They're still around. That's yeah, they the, are. that's the most amazing they part. Past and they're Nirvana, not just they're not just a heritage ones. band. They're they're like still around. And they're still pushing the boundaries, which is cool. Yeah, they're touring with Blondie at the moment. Yep. and upping her on her own game. <laughs> a lot of Blondie in there actually as well. Yeah. I think about it. But, well, like yeah. uh, surely idolizes. Oh De- right, yeah, Debbie. sure, Debbie Harry. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially like, or or like Instagrams online at the moment, or just her like going like, look at this photo of Debbie just walking up the staircase at me. I was like, ah! <laughs> but I totally get it. Awesome, I totally get it. But I like that though because they're like a gateway band to, like you said, like Nine Inch Nails yeah, or the they, strange part of the nineties. Yeah, or or the grungy stuff like because of Butch. But then at the same time, you know, they're industrial. They're industrial, but like yeah. they're also fine for Blondie fans like you could put them out in front of Blondie fans yeah. and they would sound just... I, I'd say like the next albums are a bit more disjointed okay mm. they have more flavours to them yeah um, some even have Bubblegum Pop and the Darkest of Industrial all on the same album yeah um, the new the new stuff is more industrial I think uh, I think they're they finally like perfected their craft cool earlier on so they can only go up yeah and absolutely like, keep going that's awesome. Well, listen, that was the 1995 album Garbage by Garbage. Yeah. Uh, it's available in its glorious remastered form. Oh, yeah. As well as its original uh, on Spotify if you many, want to have a listen. Many, many live tracks and yep. remixes. It's, it's, it's a good bunch. Yep. Sweet. Okay, well, uh, thank you so much for joining us for this bumper edition of Kill Shuffle. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's late. <laughs> it's late. I, I personally feel like I'm getting sick and need to sleep. That's great. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. So we'll be back uh, at the usual time next week. And we'll have some very exciting albums for you, possibly including the new Foo Fighters album. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. We've been teasing that one for a while. but uh, I've heard a good bit of it from live yeah. performances. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so look forward to that. And in the meantime, take care of yourselves. Doodle. Bye. Bye. Bye.